It's an action American show for November 4th, 2020. How's it going, everybody? Did you vote yet? You should have. The voting is due yesterday on a Tuesday. While well, I'm recording this on a Tuesday night right here. Um, you know, just to get away from the politics a little bit and the elections. I think there's, I, I, you know, the, I talked about it last week. I already played the scenarios in my head how it's going to go. You know, so I... I think I covered all the emotional ground, so it's not like four years ago where I was like, what the fuck? You know, people just like, when racists came out of the woodworks. That was an immediate first reaction, but that's not exactly what happened. But anyways, uh, my reactions are ready. I think enough hype went into the great divide and all that, so... Again, I don't, I don't anticipate a huge, huge, like, riot war going down. I mean, yeah, there'll be some scuffles and noises here and there. And I expect shenanigans to happen. So we barely got started counting by the time I recorded this thing. So uh, maybe there'll be an offsode. Maybe there won't be. Are you going to pack the Kurt, Joe? Are you going to pack the Kurt? Um, you know, all that shit. But you know what? You know what? I, I want to get away from that for a little bit, you know, because hey, y'all y'all inundated with the elections. I I, I want to talk about football. <laughs> I want to talk about football because the fucking football season is in the full swing. And then, uh, wow, my prediction of three weeks ago after RBG's death, and I said uh, praising Cam Newton and the Patriots. Yeah, they're really falling apart. The New England Patriots. <laughs> But then again, I, I felt like they're in a good rhythm, you know, before the Chiefs game where Cam Newton tested positive and uh, Stephon Gilmore and they he tested a positive after also. I just go like, I, I really think the Patriots went off the rails after that game, you know, when the whole COVID one thing went down. And then uh, I... I, I think they should stay the course. I think they are they finally got a quarterback. They, they're still adjusting. I, I They just adjusted way too faster than I thought. And then, uh, what what you might call it? So, that's that. And then the NFL deadline comes and goes. I, Colts or whatever. As a Colts fan, I just go like, I watch the Lions game, and I just go like, oh, my God, did that just... But, you know, I just go, whatever, Lions, Lions. So... You know what? And then there was a whole rumor going on. I, I, my, my call still stands. Chiefs versus Seahawks being the Super Bowl right now. Probably at the Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. You know, Buccaneers versus the Seahawks. I, I really want to see that, how that goes. You know, Brady and all those, all these Trumpers, how the fuck it goes. But you know what? I I guess Josh Allen's better than I thought. And then uh, he's coming along better than I thought. But then again, until it gets to the game time, until it gets to the playoffs, I don't buy the Buffalo Bills. So, there's that. So, the Patriots might be scuffling, but, you know, whatever. And then uh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go to college for a little bit before I come to the main venting point that I'm going to get to back in the NFL. So, uh, Michigan versus Michigan State happened. Uh, I was totally shocked how how short the Michigan came through. Mel Tucker, I loved the guy. I loved him when he was at the Colorado and then I was very, very disappointed that he came, you know, he left the call, my Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffaloes, Buffalo, Buffaloes, <laughs> Colorado Buffaloes. Um, and uh, I knew he would be a good coach coming. I thought this guy had the discipline and then everything. I got to give Michigan State the whole credit. How they're being three touchdown underdogs against the Michigan and lose to the Rutgers. Yes, granted, Greg Shiano is back, the Shiano man of New Jersey. Uh, but I just go like, how the fuck do you get destroyed like that? And then you play U of M, and then 
U of M falls flat again. I just go, Josh Gad. And Joel Milton is the future. This guy looks like fucking Cam Newton back in fucking Auburn. Six foot five, 243 pounds. This guy got the whole package and looked good against Minnesota. Well, you know. You know, uh, you, you, why don't you take away the looks? Why don't you take away the long, lanky receivers that Michigan has had for the longest time? Had had, rather. Uh, he got exposed. And then uh, it just, and then they look unready. I'll be honest. Once again, Jim Harbaugh, big game, coming up short. I mean, I really don't give a shit about this season, but my God, I, I expected Michigan to run over fucking state. But instead, they... They could not execute. They came out with predictable looks. I never heard a 4-2-5 defense until Michigan State put that up. It's just four, four front line, two linebackers, and five backfield, basically. You know, quarterbacks and safeties. I just go, 3-3-5, I heard. 4-2-5. What the fuck is that? So, I, I, I just go, you know what? Michigan did what Michigan did. Josh Gaddis what did what Josh Gaddis said. Don Brown, the defensive coordinator, did what he usually does. They no-showed. They don't adjust. I expect them to get destroyed by Ohio State one more time. I expect them to get destroyed by Penn State. I expect them to get destroyed by Wisconsin. Even if they don't play each other because Wisconsin has too many COVID cases and they got their fucking second game canceled. So I don't care. I think the time's really ticking. On Harbaugh, I'm really getting close to a part. You know what? Move on. Move on. Fuck this. Move on. You know, U of M is going to have a new president probably. U of M is probably going to need a new head coach. Jim Harbaugh, you know, he probably needs to go to NFL. What? Like, I'm sorry. Like, you, you can't stay stubborn like this. You got the new offensive coordinator. Great. You got a whole bunch of people drafted in the NFL. Great. What the fuck have you won? Nothing. And... You know, it's like the Raptors. We went through with those Raptors. It's like, Dwayne Casey never adjusts. And they made the ultimate call, trading DeMar DeRozan and uh, Jonas Valanciunas and all these guys, aside from finding their head coach who never fucking adjusted in a fucking playoff game. I just go, you know what? Fuck it. I Like, get a new mind, you know? I don't think Justin Wilcox, is that the guy's name at Berkeley? He's the answer. He's a West Coast dude. He's more likely to fucking bail back to West Coast and stay in the Midwest at this point, regardless how big the Michigan branding is and the recruiting footprint it might have. Get somebody in the Midwest. You know, Matt Campbell, that was a name fucking suggested. You know, Iowa State coach, you know, who has a background in the Midwest, Ohio. I don't know. But, my God, I... Again, I said this back in the episode 102 and a half from almost two years ago now, uh, State of the Michigan Football episode. I popped that up every fucking time. Every fucking time, Michigan football, no shows. There it is. There it is. You know, the program is relevant in the national scene. Congratulations, the amazing blue people. I guess my people. But at the same time, I want this thing to progress. I don't want just the relevancy. I never understood that national spotlight relevancy fascination. God awful waste of time we have had with that for the 13 years. Rich Rodriguez, despite the piece of shit move he did with the wife and then the cheating thing, you know, that, that, they had to go another route with another offense, but the people here never gave a fucking chance. Well, 
You never gave an outsider a fucking chance. You gave inner Michigan man the fucking chance with Brady Hoke, who couldn't do shit, and Jim Harbaugh, who's not getting shit done at this point. I just go like, you know what? What are you going to do? What's the next step here? What what other Michigan man is there left? Hmm? 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 Get somebody outside. You goddamn, throw the goddamn money. Throw, get get some outsider. Maybe Tom Herman needs to come back to the fucking Midwest from the Texas instead of staying at the UT. USC, Trojans, Texas Longhorns, Michigan Wolverines, Tennessee Volunteers, Notre Dame Fighting Irish to a degree. These so-called traditional powerhouse programs, for our Seminoles, the other, the traditional powerhouses, the spoiled motherfuckers of the fans and alumni and the boosters, you need to wake the fuck up. Clemson's running all over you. Ohio State's running all over you. Fucking UW's running all over you. You know, Alabama, you know, it's like, you get the idea. It's like, Georgia, 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 you know? Fuck it. It, it. I'm done. If they fire Harbaugh, I'm done. I know he's not going to pull it. And whatever upset he pulls, if he if he told me that he completely sweeps the state, the Ohio state or something, I'd be like, great. You know what? They're making progress, I guess, with a depleted roster. But a three-touchdown underdog, a brand-new head coach, and a fucking gimmicky 4-2-5 defense, you can't beat that with the most athletic quarterback you have ever gotten. In six years? Can that pull this shit? It's over, man. I, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck! I really don't. So it's over. That brings me back to the main story tonight. Back to the NFL. Back to the professionals. Because uh, I was watching... I, the YouTube clips I have uh, stumbled upon is that uh, the Monday Night Football crew was talking about, it's Jimmy G's time up in San Francisco. I just go, what the fuck are they talking about? Jimmy G, they got a, the guaranteed money they can pull out of it after this year. Maybe they should pull the plug on the rest of the Jimmy Garoppolo experiment. And I just go, you got to be shitting me. Whoever the 49ers front office or the ownership, rather, that's like leaking this shit, getting this thought into it to maybe motivate Jimmy Garoppolo, should be fucking caught and be fired. Now, from the financial standpoint of things, the excuse of this fucking financial guaranteed money shit that Jimmy G already got and paid for, sure. But fucking 49ers. If you're a San Francisco 49ers fan, which I absolutely am not, I feel sorry for you. I really, really, really feel sorry for you because this ownership group, you know, ever, ever since the great Joe Montana, Steve Young days, you know, has passed, you know, when it got to the Jed York, the grandkids era, you know, DeBartolo, is that the family? I can't speak that fucking Italian name right. Ever since Jed York time came, ever since the grandpa gave that to the grandson and the daughter, you know, Mike Nolan, Mariucci, those days, Jeff Garcia, uh, Alex Smith, Terrell Owens, you know, O'Sullivan, I remember that motherfucker. You know, I ever ever since Alex Smith started getting like got drafted and then got cheaply like moved around through multiple coaches, 
I just go, look, 49ers are notorious for being cheap assets. I found, I, I, I found it ridiculous. I just scoffed when the whole, you know, about eight years ago, the Seahawks versus 49ers rivalry started picking up with Harbaugh and Pete Carroll, you know, Legion of Boom versus Kaepernick and this thing. You know, I just go, uh-huh, you know. And I, I saw the ads down the I-5, you know, from Seattle to Tacoma. Burian or some shit is like, oh, you can't trade five trophies for this, you know, five Lombardi trophies. I just go, Jed York, you're fucking like a 49ers fans. Like live in the live in the fucking 90s and 80s. Once again, once again, Dwight Clark has a fucking ALS, okay? And then he passed. That's how long it has been, okay? And these Niners fans still live in the fucking laurels of the fucking past, the ghosts of the past. And then like just like, are you serious? Like you get competitive like couple years after fucking beating around the fucking bushes forever. And then now you start talking shit. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not a Seahawks fan. I'm not a Niners fan, but I found that fucking arrogance ridiculous. And guess what happened? Seahawks ran over all over the fucking 49ers after the 2012 season. The hardball that happened in New Orleans, you know? And then the 49ers should have won that. But you know what? Pass interference wasn't a pass interference. Holding wasn't a holding, but whatever. Power mysteriously went out, you know? And Ray Lewis, the mur- the accomplice to a murder, uh, you know, only God can judge him. You know, that should happen, okay? After that, the fucking Seahawks ran all over the Niners. Niners never really came back until last year when Jimmy G, John Lynch, and Kyle Shanahan picked up the scrap of a team that fucking Jed York cheapened once again when Jim Harbaugh's success started coming along. And they just like, un- they, they cut his fucking legs. They went with a general manager because you had the general manager versus the head coach, you know, schism going on. Trent Baalke versus Jim Harbaugh. They, they decided to go with the GM, you know. It's like, oh, cool, we don't need the fucking coach. The typical NFL dumb owner arrogance fucking kicked in, which is, oh, Jerry Jones famously took out fucking Jimmy Johnson's like, I can't put anybody in here and we can win with this. Barry Switzer, that one fucking year that happened, and then the Cowboys were never the same ever since. The fucking Jim Ursay, ever since he stepped in a little bit, got his hand dabbled, dabbled all over the place after Chuck Pagano and everything. It fucking went down the shitter. Same as the 49ers. Mike Nolan, Steve Mariucci. And then you got all these knucklehead losers of fucking Mike Singletary. And then like all these like cheap assistants coming in. They only got Jim Harbaugh because he was across the fucking bay. Niners are notorious for like not paying the coaches. And even if you get the coach, you undercut them with a cheap ass fucking assistant budget that they cannot get. And so what happens? They move to a new stadium, the Levi Stadium, 2014, 2015, if I remember right. After the candlestick, they shut that down because that place is so windy. They moved to Santa Clara. We're going to be in the heart of the Silicon Valley and then, like, be arrogant in this shit. Guess what happens? Like, they kick out Harbaugh. They get Jim Tom Shula. You know, your high school wrestling coach is fucking coaching an NFL team for some fucking reason, you know? And then he got these assistants that are like, who are these motherfuckers left and right that are nobodies? And then they end up, they go sideways, and they go with Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly just wanted another shot. So he would take a fucking dime to do this fucking job. And he fucking split. And, like, they learned a lesson. They learned a lesson. 
after wasting two, three years, after five decent seasons of Harbaugh until the last season and a half, they just undercut Harbaugh. And Harbaugh just ended up in Michigan. So whatever, that happened. And now they're doing the same thing. I like they're so fucking cheap. They're so fucking cheap that like one time they make the Super Bowl, they feel comfortable now. Oh, we made the Super Bowl. We can just do this again. It's just a system. Completely disregarding the fact that quarter a quarter to a half of your roster is fucking beaten and injured. Alas Nick Bosa, alas Richard Sherman, you know, George Kittle. Is hurt him playing. Jimmy G got hurt, and then he's got hurt again, and that's a fucking apparently a question mark, dude. Like, why are they playing? Why are they risking again? If you had everybody back on a full strength, going at a full pace at a full energy, especially if the Seahawks aren't the way they are right now, I'd be like, fucking go for it. Everybody's got to come back and got to keep this roster together. But especially how the fucking Niners, everybody started going down left and right the first two, three weeks of the season. I said, it's over. It's over. Don't bother. Don't get COVID. Don't get life-lasting effects of this fucking virus. Come back strong next year. No. Jimmy G comes back for some fucking reason. Collect his paycheck, obviously. And he sprains his ankle again. And then now they're going like, oh, I don't know. We, We might cut him. Are you that fucking stupid? Who are you going to replace him with? Nick Mullins? I, 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 Drew Locke? Are you going to go pick up Paxton Lynch? And then say, oh, it's just a system. Give me a fucking break. You know, if, if you cut Jimmy G tomorrow, you know the New England Patriots are going to gladly cut Cam Newton and maybe Brian Hoyer to pick up Jimmy G at a minimal cost. Right? Bill Belichick begrudgingly got rid of Jimmy G because Tom Brady stuck around and they won three other Super Bowls. Remember what fucking Bill Belichick said this week? They sold out the future for three Super Bowls. And this is a, this is a fruit of it. What they're having right now, the struggles, the adjustments. I just go like, why do you want the New England Patriots to dominate, dominate again? Jimmy G, if you surround them with a good whatever, the environment and everything... He's going to fucking win. Last week, last year wasn't a fucking fluke. Last year, Niners had a solid team where everybody stayed healthy. They kept the Chiefs pretty good until the second half in the last quarter. They did pretty good. And now, the arrogance of Jed York and these dumbass management of the Niners are coming up again. It's a cheap ownership with a cheap thinking. Why do you think the turf at the Levi Stadium is fucking awful? Because they bought the cheapest shit out of the Home Depot somewhere in fucking Mountain View. Or East Palo Alto, I bet, because that's a cheaper neighborhood. They probably picked the fucking grass off of East Palo Alto, off of some trailer park. This is unbelievable. If I were Jimmy G, instead of getting motivated, I'd be fucking pissed. Well, you're gonna cut me, but not cut Nick Bosa. If you're gonna cut me, you're gonna you're not gonna cut George Kittle. Fuck, Jimmy G got this team across. Whatever. Yeah, he got that five year contract on the in like a five game span or whatever a couple of seasons ago. But Jimmy G is Jimmy G. He's not some fucking Paxton Lynch. He's not some Dak Prescott. 
waiting for the big bucks to pay. Jimmy G got his team into the fucking Super Bowl. And this cheap ownership is overthinking, trying to be cute one more time. You know what? I hope they fucking cut Jimmy Garoppolo just to prove my point, how stupid the 49ers are thinking this. And Jed York, he should drink a fucking bleach. Like, he goes out there, apologizes when Jim Harbaugh was there or something. I'm sorry that we didn't win a Super Bowl this year. We're not here to put up the division fucking banners. Dude, shut the fuck up. You haven't spent the money. You haven't invested the money on this team. And you have the gall to fucking say this shit? It's like, do you even have money? Are you even willing to spend money on the division banner? Are you even willing to spend money on a fucking grass in your fucking stadium that you're trying to get the sponsorship money through like Cisco and then all the Silicon Valley people? No one wanted the stadium there, although the practice facility was in fucking Santa Clara. The pure arrogance of Jed York, the pure, like, unbelievably never learning of Jed York. And having the gall to put this news out there in the middle of a fucking season where everybody's hurt. Oh, they, we, we might we might cut Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe it's a rival GM feeding that story. But you know what? The cheapening has gotten so bad that this story became a talking point before the Monday Night Football. Isn't that unbelievable? They should come out. If I were the 49ers, I haven't looked at the news today. I would come out and say, we're not making roster changes right now or come to a decision. Jimmy Garoppolo is our quarterback, and we're going to honor that. We are having a down year, rough year, just like everybody in 2020. But cut Jimmy G. You're not going to cut the rest of the team? Is Nick Bosa going to be the same with that fucking ACL that he fucking bent? Give me a fucking break. The arrogance just... Just is unbelievable. I hope the 49ers cut Jimmy G and Bill Belichick just picks him up just to prove my point. Well, are you going to flop, flip him with Cam Newton? Is that what you're going to do? Just get Cam Newton in there. You know, he doesn't sprain ankles like fucking Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Right, right. Anyways, you know what? I, I wanted to give you a side, you know, episode here that's away from the elections, away from the voting. I can't vote, so what the fuck can I do? And then, you know, I, I think I wailed out all my emotions, you know, losing my shit four years ago and especially moving over to Michigan and then seeing how things are. I don't know, fly over state. I, I just said, you know what, fuck, what? It's, it's, there's nothing I can do. I can't control it. I can't do anything about it. And let the people speak. I expect shenanigans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is what it is. Are you going to pick the court, Joe? Are you going to pick the court? Well, I hope people pack the voting booth today. And then, uh, and leading up to it, you know, turnouts are great. So, anyways, thanks for listening. I'm going to leave it there. Fucking 49ers, man. Given the how the legacy of a franchise is, you know, like uh, how much of a standard they, are, they put themselves up with, like the Steelers and all that shit. Fucking, it's fucking disgusting how they're, like, doing it to Jimmy G. I'll be honest, you know. If I were Jimmy Grappolo, I'd be fucking mad. I was like, you better come out and defend me here. I know it's going to be a fucking turbulent off-season for them. 
So anyway, thanks for listening. Email me at a-show.com. I haven't checked the mail inbox for a long, 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 long time. Any long time. And then, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll have an episode. Maybe not. Uh, we may talk more football. Football. I don't know. And then, uh, yeah, let's see where we are. I don't expect the swift results. I expect shenanigans tonight, the Tuesday night. I don't know. Maybe the victory speech already happened by the time you hear this. And then I wouldn't be surprised either. Because everybody projected every scenario. Poser lies. Who the fuck knows? Anyways, take it easy. Stay safe, everybody. Wear your mask. And then uh, we'll check back next week. Well, by the time you hear this next week, I'll be in Seattle. Yes, I'm going into Seattle, probably. Well, maybe I'll preview that a little bit. Peace out.